Welcome to the Crazy Dre Podcast Show, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of the Midwest. This is your main man, a.k.a. Crazy Crockett, a.k.a. Andre's Podcast. Technically, it's the Crazy Dre Podcast Show. Don't want to confuse my listeners out there. I'd like to thank uh, Apple and Spotify for uh, having my podcast out there, Buzzsprout for distributing my podcast to uh, all the three people out there in the world. We're listening to it. That's pretty awesome. Three people. One's from South Africa. I don't know why someone's listening to me in South Africa, but that's where it works. So today, today, my friends, I have a buddy of mine, Ron. Ron's back on the show. What's going on, Ron? How you hey, doing? how you doing, Andre? Pretty good. How's how's happy, life? Happy uh, thanks or uh, Thanksgiving. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, Are I you know. Wearing green, you got to be know. pinched. I'm wearing the blue and New York Mets hat. I'm wearing a like a olive drab green, so I guess that's close enough. No, that is green. That is very green. That's as green as you. Could, and you look like an Irish man. I am. I Are you Irish? Irish? Yes, I Are am. Are you Irish man? Yep, on my grandfather's side. Yes, that's right. Yep. Yeah, I sure am. That's why you're a mean alcoholic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. <laughs> I like to drink though, but I'm not mean. Is a mean alcohol. I'm not mean. I'm never, I get real spacey, bro. Bro. That's how you do it, bro. <laughs> so what are we talking about today, Dre? So I think we're going well, the last episode I did with Sean was about addiction and um, relationships mm-hmm. and stuff like this. Okay. And I made out my podcast so that people like me have other things to talk about besides sports or or anything that I really like to talk about. Women, you know. Yeah, exactly. So I really want to talk about stuff that is happening in everyday life for people who are with disabilities. Some people have a mental disability. Some people have a physical disability. Some people have an addiction to gambling or drinking or, or whatever it is that they have addiction for. However, I am talking about general life itself. So that's like last time. That's my episode, uh, addiction and relationships with Sean, it is on Spotify and and uh, and Apple Podcasts. Today I'm going to talk about. Uh, I guess we're going to talk about more of the physical disability of life. Um, as uh, some of you know, that I have some form of a physical disability, which is transitionally into some maybe uh, cognitive thinking, lost oxygen during childbirth had a stroke sometime after childbirth. Mm-hmm. No one really knows. But right. today we're going to talk about Ron's situation. And Ron's situation has got MD. Now I'll let Ron explain okay. what MD is. All right, it, it's, it's called muscular dystrophy. And it's Becker's, if you want to uh, centralize it uh, into a certain type of, and there are certain types of it too. I haven't had Becker's. Um, it's a degenerative disease on your muscles. Um, and it's it just something you have to deal with every day. Uh, muscular strength, that's what I usually have to deal with. I got a van now that I drive around. I'm in a wheelchair now. Um, a year or two ago, about a year and a half ago, I wasn't. I broke my femur, so now I'm in a chair because of the fact that uh, I can stand, but I can't any, I can no longer walk, per se. So it makes it a little difficult. So with this so-called, is it, 
what you call it, disease or yeah, it's or it's it, a disease. It's a disease. It'd be, yeah. So it attacks the muscles. Right. Is what it does. Yeah. And then it what? Then it what? What shrinks them up? It it, it it's like called atrophy, and atrophy is a deterioration of the muscles. Okay. Now, you can't stop it, but you can slow it. Um, yeah. So if you stay active, you don't necessarily have to lift weights or exercise, just as long as you walk or you do something strenuous or some kind of cardio. Yeah. That's fine. And it, now it's not going to cure it. And a lot of people have this mistake that you can go to a gym and build your muscles up and you'll have a problem with it again. No, that's not true. That does not exist. You can tone your muscles, but you can't build them. You can just keep them lasting longer. A, a withered muscle, a muscle that sets alone, withers away quicker than one that was active. So yeah. basically, that's what you're doing. You, you have to keep that muscle active in order to slow the atrophy down. The more you sit around and don't do anything, the quicker it goes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, you don't have to be an Arnold Schwarzenegger. You don't have to advance and, and, and hear it all, or buy all this fancy equipment. Just regular walking or even uh, doing some chore, maybe raking leaves or mowing lawn or you know, whatever you can still do, mm -hmm. any kind of activity. Okay, okay. So, well, okay. So when when we talked about it offline, I was so confused by the fact that you right. didn't have any indication of having it as a young child, and yet when I met Ron at a at a place where we work, his when when he bent over to grab something, you didn't have to bend your knees, your whole hip. Your yeah, knee, like, hips, like, yeah. like, like your legs are completely straight and your back completely could go mm -hmm. bend over or bend down right. yeah, to pick hips, something yeah. up. Mm -hmm. And that to me, like, what is going on? The amazing thing about it, though, mm -hmm. is that you didn't think that was a disease. You just say, well, my mom had it. Well, or my mom something. didn't have it. She, she has this, a lot of ways you inherit things from your parents. Um, and I, in a way, I guess that's kind of double-jointed in a way. You can bend that extreme at your back and, and touch your toes on the floor with no problem. Um, that is, is a normal thing, but I inherited that from my mother. It's not a disease. That's just one thing. The only reason I didn't bend my knees because if I bent my knees, I couldn't get back up. Really? So mm -hmm. what I do is keep my knees straight, and then if I had something to hang on to while I was pulling myself up, then I could get up. But as time goes on, it gets worse, and I can't do that anymore. But see, what, what amazes me about mm -hmm. this is that you were never diagnosed with anything until you were mid-20s or mid-30s? Right, yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's not that hard, hard to diagnose if you're going by physical attributes, but there's also nerve endings, there's muscle biopsies, there's uh, nerve tests that they had to run to make sure and determine what type it was. What type? What's other types? It was it was Becker's. There's many other. There's limb girdle. There's uh, spinal okay. atrophy. Okay. What's the, okay? Let's name what's limb girdle. Limb girdle. Limb girdle has to do with. That's a good one. If I remember correctly, it has to do something some something to do with your facial muscles also. Oh, okay. So you have that. Weird yeah, twitch. you have like a droopy face, like your eyes droop and your mouth kind of. Oh, so you have it's open because your muscles are not with your face. You have a droopy-looking face. So That's you look like Elvis a little bit. Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, I guess you could say Leave that. Leave me alone, like man. That, yeah. Get no, out of here. Get out of here. I'm 
sorry. I don't know sorry. where that came from. That was an obnoxious moment of mine. So, so, all right, let's, but then what's the other one that you were talking about? The other one. Uh, there's myotonic. What's that? I'm not really sure what that is. That's just another one I've heard of, but I don't know actually what the physical attributes are of, of, are of that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And there's limb girdle, I can explain, and there's, then there's Becker's. And then there's the well-known one, which is the Shens, which is mostly children. Um, but what a lot is that of children, that's, that's a whole wheelchair disease. That, with, you're born that way. With you no are? muscle strength in your legs. You know. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, and they don't really have very big lifespan. Now, there's been records of kids that have lived to at least 35, 40 sometimes, maybe even longer, but it's rare. And there isn't a cure. I think the Descends kids, Descends kids are going to be first before anybody else, given that that's not that I don't have a really, uh, my disease isn't really life-threatening. But um, Descends is. <clears throat> but Descends can be. Why? Um, well, it's it just, attacks it the just, legs. What's it's, the, what's it's the, I'm not really sure in that. All I know is that it, if you have a descends pace, you're not going to be around very much longer. Or you, you shouldn't be around long as a rule. But that can change. I, and nowadays, kid, I think kids are living a little bit longer than they used to. Yeah. Now, with mine, I don't really have to worry about that per se, but I also have what is called uh, cardio at cardiomyopathy, which is a heart condition. Your heart has a weak part of the muscle because the heart, oh. heart is a muscle. So if I were to die, it would probably be something like a heart attack, a yeah. major heart attack or not taking my meds or something. So a lot of people in my condition have cardiomyopathy. Oh, okay. And some people are born that need heart surgery right away. They have to have heart transplants. I'm not so bad. But yeah. in one way or another, a lot of Becker's people have cardiomyopathy yeah. in one sense or another so if you're out there and you just discovered that check that out too okay make sure you get okay. a cardiologist and okay so yeah, but you did also right su- well you suffered a minor heart attack yeah i did what, about two years ago? That, yes uh, and, and continuing on yeah i did have a heart attack it was a minor one thank god um i happened to be in bed at the time which and eating breakfast in bed as a matter of fact um and i mentioned to my wife i said yeah. She says, are you all right? You look kind of, I said, I don't know. I feel weird. She goes, what do you mean? I said, well, I, my chest kind of feels funny across my shoulders kind of ache a little bit. Ooh, that's a she sign. says, are you, how's your arm? I said, I don't know. She says, well, maybe we got to check it out. I said, no, I should be okay. She said, no, we better check it out. I said, no, are you sure? I, I don't, th- I don't want to fall. Asleep. No, no, we're going to go in. We're going to get it checked out. We're going to emergency room. So we did. And yep. She was right. I did. It was a minor one, though. There was no convulsions. There was no passing out. There was no foaming at the mouth. There was no shaking. No waking out of a dumb stupor. No surgery. Oh, yeah. Of course. So, yeah. So, luckily, that's the first one, and that was minor. And it's not, you know, and, and the funny thing of it is is that when it happens, if you aren't sure, just check it out anyway because you don't want to misdiagnose. You don't want to not go in. And even if it's nothing, at least. You know, and that's the hard part. That's where guys have to decide because, you know, it runs into money and bills and stuff. But you know what? In the long run, you're more important than any of those bills. You're more important, and life is more important than anything. So make sure that you do that. You go in and you do it. Even if it's a false alarm, yeah, you wasted some money, but 
What if you hadn't and it was? You could have been dead. Just think of it that way. Well, I think, I think what's amazing about this story. No, it's all right. We, we're using a, a, a coaster. And with a drink that he's got. A smooth bottom coaster, it sticks. It sticks, the, the glass sticks to the coaster. Once it wears in, breaks in, it won't stick anymore. <laughs> yeah, so it's not a big deal. It, oh, sorry. Sh- sh- like, shit happens, I guess. It no does. big deal. <laughs> so, so, but what's amazing about your, what happened is that, is that it was a minor one. And mm-hmm. it was just, if you did smoke two years ago at the time, right? At that time, Smoke cigarettes. Uh, You know, I don't no, I I don't think I was smoking at that time. I think I'd quit. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Uh, Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Maybe not, but I I got a feeling I was. Maybe I did. Okay. So was so with everything going on, you learning how to adjust with your not using legs anymore. Mm -hmm. Besides, when you stand up to go to the bathroom. Or you're grabbing something from or the wash cupboard, dishes wash or dishes. Yeah. You have your wheelchair right behind you. Mm-hmm. So right. in case you fall. In case I fall, fall, then I got something to fall into, which I should have done in the first place. And if that were the fact, I might not have been sitting here because I would have ran into Dre again. I started well, hanging out. So maybe it's a good thing I broke my femur. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, well, the thing is, like, I, when, when, when we met again mm-hmm. and i saw your name mm-hmm. but i'm like just i kind of thought i was it, disc- it can be a common name surprisingly a lot of people don't think so but it, it is a common name hutchinson yes Ron? yeah okay it's, yeah it's just common. so name. i just didn't really connect it together i guess sure i could see that so I, you, I think the i think you were there almost a week already i think i had been yeah and it was laura that would come in most of the time was laura and then one day i saw you in the hall yeah and then I saw you again. I kept thinking, I, I know him. Where do I know him from? I know I know him. And, next, and then I met you again, and then we talked. And I go, that's where you're valley. I, I knew that because I'd seen you, oh, a, about a year or two maybe before that. I ran into you at, D, or at uh, Family Fair. No, that was like five. No, that was like even five years was ago. That fi- that oh, was, was that five, five years ago? Oh, ago. even more. Okay. Yeah, because I know I think that maybe even been seven years ago because okay. that was before my whole my whole You're right. Of yeah. You're right. Okay. So I, I didn't remember. realize that you weren't really on Facebook. I so was. I, told I you. was, but I wasn't. And then you said, hey, I'm on Facebook. And I said, oh, okay. I said, just. And I couldn't give you an address or, or an email or anything because I didn't at the time. But we eventually did get together. Besides from that, yeah, but yeah. yeah. Okay. I feel like I feel when we met again, it was kind of like those moments where I guess I guess the timing was right because yeah, of the circumstances mm-hmm. and your situation. Because mm-hmm. for a while, I would go to your house. Well, after you got out, right. out of that, yeah out of the rehab center, mm-hmm. I would stop by and play cards and take you to mm-hmm. the senior center and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So then after you got your van, mm-hmm. it took you a little bit to get used to, dri- well, it took you a bit to want to drive it. Mm-hmm. That was kind of the new challenge for you. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's so, scary. It's, it's, you know, and, and I thought it was going to be difficult and hard to learn, but within a few days, I pretty much got it down. Um, it's, it's trying not to have that fear and that's hard for me. I've always been that way. 
Have you that know, fear? Yeah, I had that fear of, of not, not driving, but something new. I was oh. afraid of something, you know, not being used to it, not having to drive it around enough, you know. Like when I, when I pull into your parking ramp, I got to make sure I'm squared up. That's, that's a pretty narrow opening. I mean, it's wide enough. I can fit through. I have at least half a foot on either side, but still you think it'd be wider. Be, so you have to get it just right. Well, at least the, well, at least you're not like no. Sean. And no, I Sean just, will turn and yeah. not even try and not even line up, and then you have to put a reverse. And bird back and kind of. I've never seen somebody have so many problems with driving a car. Like he doesn't even know how to parallel park. Really? No, it went, so which to me it was nuts. There's tricks to it. Well, you have to look at the wind at the mirror. Yeah. And when you start to see the other person's uh, lights, yeah, is when you start turning the wheel. Yep. Yeah, or or, you, or a mark in the door or something. There's all different kinds. If you look that up, Maverick, you can look that up online. There's a, I don't know if he's Chinese or he's, he's Asian, but anyway, he has to sing it, and it's dubbed. It's, it's dubbed. Um, he shows all little tricks for parallel parking or getting in a tight spot or, you know, something that's hard to do or something you don't know about your car that you can use in your car that people don't know about. No, exactly. Something's always been there, and you had no clue what it was. Exactly. It's a little information like that. It's kind of cool. Yeah, I I like I like watching YouTube sometimes to watch mm-hmm. other people. Very fix informative. Stuff. Yeah. So now that so now that we so now that you are in this situation mm-hmm. and we're walking or not walking but in a wheelchair, is there anything that you would suggest to anyone out there that has the maybe mm-hmm. is going through this? Well, I mean, any, any, yeah, I'm sure there's a bunch of new people that are out there. Um, once in a while, we got a place, uh, I think it's called, um, BMDers. It's online. It's Beckler's muscular dystrophy. People go online for all over the world and they talk about their problems or they list them, how they feel or what they're going through. And there's a lot of people <clears throat> that can help you with that because they've gone through that. And, uh, the, the main thing is you can't lose hope. Um, there's always something there's always a silver lining in that cloud and you can't lose hope. And I, I can understand why some of these people would feel that way because they live in third world countries like Africa where they have no water running water or they, they have 20 million miles to town or, or there's something. And then when you give somebody that has a handicap problem on top of that, when there is no help and there is no where to go and there is no one to support you, that can be pretty lonely. That can yeah. be very challenging, yeah. and, I, and I can understand. And I've heard of people, I've, a lot of people have called and say, I want to kill myself because I can't handle this. I can't, I'm miserable. I can't, you know, I, I just can't do this. And I said, well, you know, try not to feel, I know, I, can under, I can't understand where you're coming from because I'm not in that situation, but I can try to understand and, and put myself in your place to figure that, you know, I, I can go down to the store when I want to. I can go do this. I can grab a glass of water when I want to. They can't do that. They have to go to the well to get water. Or they have to go to a, 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 a latrine or something or a, or a privy or something. They yeah. don't have running water. Yeah. And if you're, if you're handicapped and muscular dystrophy, you don't have any transportation, you may not even have a wheelchair. Yeah, I mean, that's and, tough. And I can see where people will get down and out of it. I would, too. I, I don't blame them. I'd feel the same way. But then again, you know, don't give up hope. There are some light at the tunnel. And it, it would be so nice if they... Not only if they would give help to c- countries that don't have food or running water, but they're, they're handicapped people also. Yeah. Uh, India is another good one where they don't have their laws. They don't require handicapped parking. They don't require stairs. They don't require elevators. Yeah. yeah. Um, you get in Mumbai or the smaller, the little boom rat towns through the poor people. Yeah. They don't have that. 
they don't have elevators in their buildings. You only no. you get Mumbai, you get the big, you know, tourist place in India. Yeah, they have all the elevators, the fancy schmancy stuff. But when you're poor, you don't have that. No. Um, and it, so that's unfortunate. Um, how about how about people who are, let's say, in the first world countries like. England, Canada, England you know, actually, Russia, England is Russia. about number one as far as muscular dystrophy goes. Really, and where attention is brought to it, yes, even more than the United States. Believe it or not, um, I talked to a gentleman from England. As a matter of fact, that was bloody hell. Yeah, looked like Danny, not Danny Thomas, but uh, Danny. He's a, an English actor. Has a mustache. Sounded just like him. Anyway. And from what I understand, England is very big in the muscular dystrophy. They're, they're well, as, yeah. as much the United States. Now, there's other parts like Russia or maybe the Middle East or, like I said, India. You know, you get those poor countries or China or whatever. Depending on where you live, if you're in that situation and you don't have any money or you're poor or you can't afford anything or they don't have the laws or the handicap parking, yeah, you're kind of screwed. Yeah. So it, it seems like when you would help people with starving and you know, people having jobs and being able to live, they should look into the 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 handicapped people also or the disabilities. So is there like um I mean, do you would you ever start a a podcast yeah. or maybe a a a email or like mm-hmm. something that you could respond to people where they may Well have they questions. have that on Beckers and now you mention that I'm glad you mentioned that because of the fact that I said um because somebody did mention that said, hey, if you come up here, you can be a representative. Somebody can call you up and tell you their problem and, and ask you for advice of what you would do. And, and that's what BMDers does is a lot of people, even the United States and or Canada, will swap notes. Say, my son had this, whatever, and I feel this way. Does anybody else have this problem? What did you do for it? So it's, it's, like, it's like YouTube for muscular dystrophy people. They can look anything up, basically. So sense. maybe, yeah. well... I'll give you, I mean, I'll just give you a suggestion. Maybe you mm-hmm. should start to create an email mm-hmm. dressed for that. Mm-hmm. And then when you create that email, then um, advertise it mm-hmm. to the rest of the planet. Mm-hmm. And then that way people can just ask you a question and then you can answer it through an email. Mm-hmm. And that, that, that way it'll give you something else to do. Yeah. I mean, right. clearly you got your house stuff to do. Your wife helps you with. The yard work. Oh, right, and all yeah. That. But yeah, but I, that I, way, can, I can get I can make up some spare time. That's not a problem. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, that sounds like a good idea. I mean, that'd be um, to me that I mean this is right. the reason why I started the podcast. Mm-hmm. Because there's just not enough avenue places for people like me. Right. Or you mm-hmm. or anybody else to actually um keep, uh have a communication Absolutely. Line. Yeah. So my communication line with the for example, I've said in my first couple of podcasts, I know that only about negative 300 million people that didn't listen to it. Thanks a lot for those 3 billion people out there, 7 billion people out there listening to it. Anyone else about me? <laughs> Put a guilty <laughs> conscience on there. Right? So the thing about it, though, is like there, when I talk to people about my little issues in life, right. Going on dates or not having a date or mm-hmm. just being alone, mm-hmm. which I've really adjusted really well with it because you can't miss yeah. something you can, you so, can't miss yeah. something that you yeah. can, that you never had. Can't, some people can deal with that. Um, I got a good my neighbor Mikey, 
and you, you've met Mikey. Yeah. He's good at that. He can be a loner. He can be alone forever, and he doesn't. It doesn't bother him. I think it does bother him because he's it, so cranky sometimes. Yeah, you know, but I think that I just don't think he wants to. He doesn't really want to deal with people because he see when he's talking and he's doing, it's all about him. It's nobody else. And the stories have to about, and you can't get a word in edgewise sometimes because they'll tell a story or they'll tell a story you've already heard. Well, that happens a lot too. Yeah, well, that older guys to, tend to do that. No, it's not. I don't think it's yes. so much older guys. It's yeah. just like people who are just alone mm -hmm. and have nothing to talk about. They'll tell right. you the same story. Yeah. So yeah. in his situation, he'll tell you mm -hmm. a story about his dad or whatever mm -hmm. or about something about his sister said or something mm -hmm. about his brother that passed mm -hmm. away mm -hmm. five, six two years ago, mm -hmm. or whatever it, yeah. it is. So when I created this podcast, I kind of had a feel for it. I didn't know really wanna, wanna, I didn't really know how to communicate with people. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, when Sean and I went to, to the glass house last night, mm -hmm. and then when, um, we went to Duke's mm -hmm. after it. Mm -hmm. No, actually, I'm sorry, we went to the Birch Lounge bar next to, next to uh, a Greek... Restaurants, freezing, or freezings. So what happened is that he was standing, I was sitting, and this girl was sitting next to us, and I think her friend or boyfriend or some mm -hmm. guy friend was sitting there. Okay. And then she to asked if 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 Sean wanted to sit down. And one of the things about Sean is, or a lot, one thing about all my friends besides me. Mm -hmm. so this goes from Val to Tuan to Troy to anybody that I've talked to they're mm -hmm. pretty good at talking to people especially talking to the opposite sex mm -hmm. with me there's boundaries that I have to uh, follow because mm -hmm. it also comes off very creepy or some borderline like almost like I'm not supposed to be allowed to Mm -hmm. interact with the opposite sex because right. people with a certain amount of or a a physical disability their their whole people have a projection of them not being a physical one uh, intimacy mm -hmm. personality like the rest of us so mm -hmm. my development based on the opposite sex is really a structure very right. a b c <clears throat> And, and I may flirt here and there and so forth with any other woman, mm -hmm. but nine out of ten times they're just kind of like treating me like almost like a almost like a little kid or someone that's not right. yeah. up to their uh, plateau mm -hmm. or their play. No, that means that plateau. It's a good way to say. It. Mm -hmm. Right. Some consciously maybe they're thinking they're a little bit yeah, better. Yeah, that's than that. Me. Right. I get that too. Or, so, I get that too. Yeah. So this is kind of the reason why I created a podcast. And it just happened to turn out when I talked to Sean that we talked about sports because we know about sports. Mm -hmm. And I like sports. Mm -hmm. With you and me, you don't like sports as much I, as I do and so yeah, that you may I, lose I, I interest. Watch, no, 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 I can enjoy it, but I'm not into it. I mean, you, you are definitely into sports. Yeah. That's no doubt about it. So, so it's good that I'm having a conversation with you because mm -hmm. the creates much more of a of a of a plateau or play 
a plateau, yeah, plateau to, to yeah. talk about other things and other things that matter to mm-hmm. other people with disability. Mm-hmm. One of the things I always wanted to do is say mm-hmm. on a bar strictly Perfect. for people yeah. for people with disability. Because that would be great for conversation and uh and knowing the, people and um majority of the tables would be for people with disability. You know, and, and the thing about a bar is it's a lighter atmosphere because usually people come into a bar in about fifteen minutes, everybody's in the same mood. And things get really low around it because, it, you know, you, you might get a fight now and then, but I mean, people are pretty more relaxed in the bar because they've already had a few drinks. So people tend to drop their guard down more in a bar than you would say anywhere else, you know, where you're in a non-drinking situation. Um, and I, I, that's one thing I like about bars because, you know, when you go in, unless you get a drunken asshole that punches you in the face other than that, you're, you're f- fine. But um, And then bartenders have a lot of that too where you'll – crying their beer, you know, and say, hey, bartender, you know, what do you, hey, what's your problem? And, you know, you talk to him, whatever. Well, I um, think, I, th- I think one of the things that, it, that I'm dealing with is like, almost like this whole element, and I talked to you before mm-hmm. on other podcasts that we've had. When people with a birth defect or a physical birth defect, mm-hmm. if you... If you don't go out on dates in your, in your teens and you don't learn how to develop those dating skills mm-hmm. and then you go to college right. or high school, well, college is still kind of high schoolish. Yeah. yeah but yeah. but if, you, if you're a no, disabled I, person, especially for a man yeah. who don't develop those skills of mm-hmm. dating skills, mm-hmm. you're going to profoundly be alone because you're going to be so out of um, tune or right. No, I I, I see what you mean. Yeah, so you're not you're like the, the the other kid you went to high school is perfectly normal, and he grew up with a perfectly fine d- dating situation. But in your situation, you are who you are, and people conceive you as who you are at that time, and yeah. so it makes it more difficult. I can understand that. Yeah. So I think my my ability to talk about politics and mm-hmm. and some science stuff is mm-hmm. up to par, but. Mm-hmm. It's very unusually that you're just going to talk to a girl about politics or physics or, or anything like mm-hmm. that. Not, not to say I'm a physicist. No, so don't no, go be walking. Well, to all those listeners out there, like, is that a physicist and he's talking and he's crying about not able to do stuff? <laughs> what kind of crybaby are we talking to? <laughs> listening to. No, I just have friends who are physicists. Yeah. And, and I haven't seen him in about eight months. Yeah, Ken, right? Yeah, yeah Ken. Ken. So he's okay. in Ann Arbor. He's fighting oh. cancer. Oh, yeah. He did his chemo. Time, yeah. He's just kind of in his own loopy world. I wouldn't mm-hmm. call it loopy world. He has a kind of compulsive personality. Everything's right. got to be. Have you ever seen people that would just take up their cup and tap it down? And Oh, yeah, compulsive-obsessive disorder. Yeah, I've yeah. seen that. They have he to does do, that, too. Yeah, they have to, start, you have to touch it a couple of number of times, one, two, three, and then you do it. And, yeah, I, I, I've heard of that. But he also, I think he's got some other form of, uh, I wouldn't, I don't know, maybe some form of mental issues in his head. Okay, that could be. Uh, he did suffer some form of injury while being trained in as an Air Force guy. Oh, okay. So I don't he doesn't know if it was from training or some other part of the States. It, it could be. Or whatever. But 
But when it comes down to like this type of podcast in this type of area, one of the things is that I moved downtown so that I become much more sociable. Because mm-hmm. I can be very comfortable being by myself, but then get so bored that I would go to one bar called Manelli's in Wyoming mm-hmm. and then started talking to people that I'm kind of like, I kind of know, but they really don't want to have a conversation with me because they're there to be fill boredom as well. Mm-hmm. So, and that's fine. Where downtown, you're just going to come across people that you're never going to see again. Which yeah, is true. Kind of saves me. There's a lot of younger crowd too that seems to come downtown a lot too. I've well, noticed that. St. Patty's Day, a lot of people are watching the Michigan game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Most of those people have probably already gone home. And then all these NCAA March Madness games are on right now. Right. So it's really fun for people like me to go around and talk about sports and watch sports and all that. Mm-hmm. But I really think that I need to learn how to have a, you know, have a real conversation mm-hmm. with a person of the opposite sex and then move to the next level. Like, I'm good at flirting. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to having a relationship, that just came, keeps kind of like, keeps kind of like mm-hmm. disappearing. Mm-hmm. But I don't get like other people when, they, when I meet somebody, I'm like, oh, I think she's in love with me. I think I'm going to marry her. No, that's, that's, that's a good thing to ha- not have that because of the fact that's not good. That no. gets it, makes it even worse. Yeah. yeah. And if she doesn't, look, she doesn't text you, mm-hmm. and you keep res- trying to text her. You're, you're much, pretty much an idiot. Mm-hmm. And if you get into an argument, and you guys are unwilling or unable to, to figure something out, and then you're trying to figure more things out without having her uh, accept your apology, or you or you accept her apology, mm-hmm. you, you you're just never gonna get nowhere. Right. So it's time to move on. But going from there, so now my listeners not really know what this podcast is created for. Of course, we're going to talk about more about sports with Sean when he comes back or when I ever see him again. Who knows? But thank you for listening to the Crazy Dre podcast show. Yes. Thank you. And thank you, Ron, for uh, You're welcome. showing up. And uh Great day to spend St. Patrick's Day. Great day. Great day to drink a little bit. As I get older, I don't need to drink as much as I used to, so I'm kind of happy. Oh, and there's another thing green, too. Michigan State. Oh, God. And they won their basketball game, didn't they? Oh, God. Yes, they did. USC. (laughs) What happened? You were supposed to spot me, USC. We'll talk about that later some other time. <laughs> you talked out of Sean. Oh, my gosh. All right, folks. Thanks for listening. Peace, love. See ya. See ya. And uh, listen to it on Apple Podcasts and uh, Spotify. Thanks, Buzzsprout, for distributing my stuff. Thank you, all the three people out there that are listening to my podcast. Uh, email me for anything about being disabled, about being a, a, a flustered Michigan State person, whatever. I can talk you through it. Maybe I'll help you become a Michigan fan. <laughs> but uh, I wouldn't want you to suffer. 
during the football season either. Wait a second. My team's not even in the, in the tournament. I should probably shut up. All right, thank you. Peace, love. I'm out.